Till I ran into Ben Kenobi and Luke Skywalker, I had myself a pretty good little operation. They wanted a ride to Alderaan, and they're willing to pay enough so I didn't have to ask any questions. Now I'm in the middle of a rebellion. I'm spending half my time dodging Imperial ships and the other half avoiding Her Holiness. Not only that, but Jabba the Hutt's got a price on my head and he's put Boba Fett on my trail. Something tells me it's not going to get any better when the Empire Strikes Back. The Empire Strikes Back comes to a theater near you on May the 21st, 1980. Call next month for new message. You are listening to Frontlines, the Clone Wars podcast. Brought to you by StarWarsDaily.com. Hey, Frontlines fans, don't forget about the t-shirts. Head on over to CloneWarsPodcast.com, hit the store button, and check out the faster, more intense Frontlines, the Clone Wars podcast t-shirts. fans welcome to the 48th episode of frontlines the clone wars podcast and this is our second of our summer series of podcasts my name is matt i'm your co-host and i think my uh the host is here I, unless he's packing for c5 are you are, there, are you there mike uh, we okay? uh not not quite packing yet <laughs> um <laughs> uh, formulating lists that's okay. that's that's the stage that I'm at right now. We've got, um, I guess it's it's uh, it's about twelve days away. What is it? It's, it's, it's Saturday, so that's seven. Yeah, somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 just under two weeks away, and I leave on the Wednesday, the day before it starts. So, right. so even a day sooner for me. Um, and I will be uh, I will be meeting JC down there, who was who was on our last episode. Right. Uh, and uh, and and hopefully Big Honk and Steve uh, from Geek Out Loud and the Big Honkin Show. Right. Hopefully he's going to be able to make it down there. Um, we've been talking about it, and he's he really wants to. So um, so yeah, it's it's exciting. It's exciting. We're getting ready to to head down. It I can't believe that it's almost here. Like it's just yeah. Right. When they announced it back in what December, it it seems so far away and like <laughs> like such a hypothetical situation of like i'm going to c5 you know like yeah. and i just threw it out there like yeah i'm totally going because now i have a podcast and i have a reason i have to be there for the fans and uh and so i just threw that out there and then like the reality of it started creeping up and it's like you know it's, <laughs> it's an expensive trip for me you know i'm coming clear across the continent right um, yeah yeah well from I'm, before, I'm, so I'm glad one of us is is getting the chance to go, and uh, you know we talked about it, and like you said, you, in December 
seemed so far away and, and I was stoked about it and I was hoping that I was going to be able to go. And unfortunately it, it didn't work out, but at least one of us is there. And like you said, we got JC going to be down helping, uh, helping front lines out. Yeah. So, but it's been a while. Since, well, not a while. It's been what a month or so and uh, we're getting back into it. And, and I had talked to you last week and said, man, I'm, I'm starting to get, uh, you know, I'm itching for some Clone Wars. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, so am I, so am I, but, especially uh, with that trailer. Yeah, we're going to talk about the trailer in a, in a little bit, but yeah. uh, I guess we can just head over and uh, talk about some news and collecting, uh, so let's do that. Cool. Get ready. This is it, pal. Do I get it? Uh, right. I thought you might say that. What are you talking about? Everybody thanked me at once. So, it's been about, what, a week since uh, San Diego Comic-Con, Mike? And, uh, yeah, yeah we're, just a, we're just a week after as of recording, so... Yeah, uh, it, yeah all the news is out. Yeah, and not a lot of news, uh... You know, no, it's not a lot. Not a lot of Star Wars news, at least. I mean, there's a few things. Uh, obviously, they're saving everything or some of the big stuff for C five, and, and that's yeah. understandable. So. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Though SDCC as a whole this year, not that exciting. Uh, I think a couple things came out of it that that I found really exciting. Um, mm-hmm. We knew about Avengers, so that wasn't very exciting. Uh, Sucker Punch, the new uh, Zack Snyder movie. Right. Took me by surprise. I had no idea what that was, and then seeing the trailer, that looks like a really cool movie. Right. Um, the the new Tron trailer is just awesome, and actually, wow. a a lot of video game news out of Comic Con this year, which I found really weird. And then there, for those who collect comics, there was a few uh, bombshells that they dropped about actual comic books, which mm-hmm. I know we're not very used to hearing about comic books from from Comic Con, but there's a few. Yeah. <laughs> about spider-man that's going to be happening in the next year or so and a few things about like the dc universe and that sort of thing yeah. that's going on but um but really on the whole not a very exciting comic-con not like last year's comic-con not like a couple of years ago you know like right. um yeah it's it's uh it, it was a little weird it was kind of a quiet comic-con so yeah you know i i watched the uh the g4 um you know, coverage and, and we all know about G4 and the, the two hosts they use, but you know, I watched the four hours of coverage that they did. And like you said, it, it I wasn't really blown away. I was like, yeah, I, I already knew the Avengers was coming out. I knew Joshua Whedon was directing. I knew this, yeah. I knew Cowboys and Aliens. So, you know, like you said, not a lot of bombshell news um, yeah, and kind of lackluster and, and especially in the star Wars. But, uh, but like you said, it's, it's all going to be around C5. So, uh, yeah. Some news that did come out, though, is uh, The Force Unleashed, and you talked about gaming was pretty big, yeah. and, and uh, The Force Unleashed 2, we got some some news from The Force Unleashed 2, and uh, we got some a little bit of the story and, and how the, the game is, is going to open. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it talked about Darth Vader and Starkiller, and obviously he's a clone, um, and this clone... Uh, has some ties to Juno Eclipse, who was his love interest in the first one. 
But it yeah. also talked about why in that first scene, in that first trailer we got where Vader wanted to kill Starkiller. So uh, what was, there was also some other news about that, about him being a clone and, and why Vader wanted to kill him. Do you remember what? Yeah. Uh, I, I think just because he's, he's, uh, he's powerful, right? Like, and, and I don't know, like the, all of the clones um, after a while have gone, like, like just according to, yeah, according to the story. So basically what the story is, is that I, uh, we've got like the Starkiller clone and there's been a whole bunch of other clones in the past that uh, they have like an instability and, and as they go on, they get, they kind of go crazy because they can't handle the force powers. And like when you clone a Jedi, they have all of this power and, they, and they're, they're like, they have some of the memories or something like that and it makes them go crazy. So, so Vader wants to kill this star killer because it's only a matter of time before he snaps. But there's, right. there's also like a little bit of, <clears throat> like, uh, especially from Hayden Blackman, a little bit of alluding that um, that that Stark, this clone of Star Killer, might not actually be the clone. He might be the original, and maybe the one from the game was the clone, or or yeah. like we've discussed on the show before, like the at the point where you switch, almost like because there's definite definitely a different tone in the second half of the first force unleashed game spoilers if you haven't played it but the game's like almost three years old now so yeah uh, <laughs> yeah um about halfway through the game the emperor discovers uh vader's secret apprentice and so vader like chucks him out a, a duraplast window on the star destroyer and uh but then recovers him and you wake up in in like an operating room sort of thing on a medical ship. And, and, uh, and I think that that point is where they're going to choose the split that maybe that's the clone. Maybe that's oh, the yeah. killer, but who knows? Yeah. Um, so I, I think, I think that's what's going on. I think that's, that's where you're, uh, you're going to notice that, that the story changes and why he has some of the memories and, and that sort of thing. And the other side of it is that, like, it's it's the Force, right? So, um, Starkiller was incredibly powerful. And uh, we know in Star Wars continuity, maybe not in G-level canon, but at least in the comics-level canon, um, that a Force can leap from one body to another. So, like, because because uh, the Emperor does it in uh, in the Dark Empire series, he actually attempts it several times. So, and that's from a clone. Like, like he would take his essence. Like when he dies in Return of the Jedi, his Force spirit essentially leaps from his body into a clone body, like clear across the galaxy. So, it's entirely possible that this is a clone, but that it's actually like the soul of Starkiller essentially. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so I'm sure we'll find out in the game or yeah. at least like there'll be some definite, um, definite allusions to it. Right. Like what, what, once I've played the game, I'll be able to say for sure, like, you know, this is what they're hinting at. They don't say it outright, but this is what they're, they're going for, you know? So yeah, um, like they, they write an awesome video game over right. there. Oh yeah. Yeah. For the four, I mean, so, 
could I'm it be, sure that storage can be just as good as the first one. Could it be any possibility that that scene you're talking about, um, where he wakes up with Vader uh, on the table, that that is a clone, and you were, and at that point you were playing a clone throughout the rest of the yeah, game? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, like that, and then that, so that, then on the clone. So when they when you die at the end of the game, it's yeah. It, depending on your choices, because if there is a choice that you get to make at the end of the game, so what the but right, the true. Yeah. The true ending to the game, the one that's in the book, in the novel, and in the comic book, is is uh, you die essentially. Uh, you sacrifice yourself so that the rebellion can yeah. can uh, escape. Wow! How crazy and, would that be? Yeah, it would be really cool. What if that, oh, if that ends up? What yeah. So yeah. So uh, we got some other news. Not other news, but other news with the Force Unleashed that a certain mm-hmm. bounty hunter is going to make an appearance in the Force yeah. Unleashed. So that was interesting. And uh, we're talking, of course, of Boba Fett. So let's uh, take a listen to a quick clip here. He has a healthy head start. Find the woman and bring her to me. He will follow. I'll need a squadron of stormtroopers. They won't be coming back. The Empire will provide whatever you require. They'll do. What do you think of that, Mike? We got Boba Fett making an appearance in the Force Unleashed too. Yeah, and uh, and it sounds an awful lot like Dee Bradley Baker voice. It does. Boba yeah. Fett. So I don't know if we get put on that yet. Um, but but that sounds an awful lot like him, so that's really cool. You know what? That's something that I'll confirm if I get to to talk to oh, to yeah. D. Bradley Baker at C five. Yeah. Uh, that'll be like the first question that I ask. I'll be like, "Hey, so uh, we know you're in Clone Wars. We know you're the clones. That's all old hat. But are you playing Boba Fett in the Force <laughs> Unleashed? Yeah, because that would be really cool if it's him. I I really like that because I I I mean other. Save you know Tamura Morrison picking it up, which I, I don't know that that'll happen because he's actually got uh, he's got some pretty major stuff coming up. Actually, that was one of the big pieces from Comic Con uh, was was finding out that Tamura Morrison is playing Abin Sur in the Green Lantern movie. Right. So yeah. that's kind of Star Wars related news because he doesn't he hasn't had a lot of major roles. Yeah. Uh, in the last little bit. I think the last thing I saw him in was uh, Couples Retreat. Couples Retreat, yeah. Right. <laughs> He's yeah. awesome in Couples Retreat, by the way. If anybody yeah. hasn't seen that movie yet, you go go rent it. If you're a Star Wars fan, go rent it just for Tamora Morrison because yeah. he's awesome. I really like him. He's a great actor. Um, I, th- I thought that was his voice, but now that you said D. Bradley Baker, I mean, now I'm starting to question yeah. it. Yeah. I think it's D. Bradley Baker. It's it's kind. It sounds a lot like Captain Rex mm-hmm. to me. Uh, more so than it sounds like like Django, so. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's wicked news that that uh, Fett is going to be in the Force Unleashed too. Um, he was in the Force Unleashed in in some DLC, uh, but he's kind of a punk, yeah, because you kill him pretty quick in the Tatooine pack. Um, but yeah. And you know, we Mike, you mentioned about this game here earlier, Hayden Blackman. Now some news that hit just a day or two ago is and this kind of shocked me um hayden blackman is pretty much severing his ties with lucasfilm 
and not in a way like a Karen Travis yeah. type thing. This was his, I guess, well, according to the story, it was, you know, he said it was kind of like his time to go. And I kind of don't understand this because we heard from him how, you know, he wanted to take some of these stories into a new medium, which I thought maybe was movies or live action. Yeah. So, you know, and, and as much as he's done for for Lucasfilm and how great his stories are, I'm kind of shocked to hear that he was leaving. So I don't know what's going on with this. Um, but, of course, we've only got just the quick news that he's leaving. So what do you think about that? I mean, it's kind of a shock to you, I would imagine, too, right? Uh, yeah, I, you know what, I think it's just, uh, it, it, I don't know that there's anything like insidious going on here, like he's having issues with anybody at Lucasfilm or something like that. No. Um, I would think that, like, more than likely with the success that he's had with the last Force Unleashed and now the expected success of the second one, because by all accounts the gameplay's better and uh, the graphics are better. And, and the, the story looks to be really interesting. So yeah. um, it'll definitely, you know, it's a Star Wars game, so it'll sell several million copies just by default of having the title Star Wars. But, um, but it'll probably surpass the first one being the best-selling Star Wars game of all time, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, so with, with a resume like that, he can pretty much go anywhere, and there's probably... Studios headhunting him, right? Like, uh, oh, I'm sure, you, yeah. You so, yeah, definitely. Um, so it might just be that somebody else has said, like, look, we'll pay you twice as much to make our games and to make them <laughs> awesome, yeah. you know, like that sort of thing. So, yeah. so uh, we'll see. We'll see if he's at the con. I'll, uh, I'll have to bump into him as well. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of kind of bummed to hear that. So, yeah. Uh, the last yeah. piece of news, as far as the Force Unleashed two, is there are pre-order bonuses being offered at GameStop and Amazon. Yes. And uh, the GameStop, uh, you get the exclusive. It's called the Mall Killer Pack. And basically it's a mashup of Darth Maul and the uh, Secret Apprentice. So that's why they're calling him Mall Killer. And uh, you get a silver saber crystal as well. I, did you see this, Mike? Did you read the story? Yeah. You heard about yeah. it? Okay, yeah. And then the other one from... Amazon is the exclusive challenge, the mystical swamps of Dagobah, and yeah. the exclusive challenge, defend the core. So uh, if you're planning on pre-ordering this, you might want to check out GameStop and Amazon and decide which, uh, which one you pack. want. Yeah, now, okay, okay. I, will, I will warn everyone right off the bat, do not be ridiculous about this. Whichever one you want to have when you get the game. Do not go on eBay and purchase somebody else's code for $100 because they will sell these online. On your Xbox or on your PlayStation, you'll be able to go to the store and buy it. You'll also end up with a Game of the Year edition a year and a half from now that will have everything boxed in with it, including whatever other DLC they do, which they will do because they've done it with with, uh, the first Force Unleashed when they did the Ultimate Sith Edition pack, which was the the Game of the Year edition, um, they had that Hoth level in there that wasn't available to be purchased. But then it eventually came out without a lot of fanfare. They didn't make a big deal about it because obviously they don't want to attract attention to it. That you know, like they called it an exclusive for the boxed game, and then 
they sell it online. But that's the way these things happen. When uh, Transformers War for Cybertron released recently, it was about three or four weeks ago, uh, the, the internet exploded and people went all over the place to buy the, uh, the download codes off of people for all of the different character skins. Uh, uh, yeah. Not a day or two after I heard about somebody paying like $500 for a set of, the, of two of the, the character skins, they announced that it was coming as downloadable content on the PlayStation Store and the Xbox Marketplace. So don't be silly about this, people. Like, I'm warning you now. If you're <laughs> listening to this podcast, you've been fairly warned. They will release both of these things as pay for content. Like they'll pro like I, I would imagine the the skin will probably be like a dollar ninety nine. The skin and the lightsaber crystal and the the level pack thing, like the 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 what's it called? It's a Dagobah Swamp's challenge map or something. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. It that will probably be two ninety nine to four ninety nine somewhere around there. They always do this. They trick you into pre-ordering it with these incentives. And then now with downloadable content the way it exists, they just sell it later anyways. Because if you've got the assets, it's free money. So um, like if it was made as a promotional tool, it was covered. And now it's just profit. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. so it's stupid for them not to. So you can uh, you guys can quote me that this stuff will be available for download. Because I got angry when they said that the Hoth level was going to be uh, only for for um, the Sith edition. Right. And then they eventually released it. So, you know what? Like, don't worry about it. Don't get stressed out about it. This is just the way that they release video games now. Yeah. They, they give you a pre-order incentive, you pick it up, and then eventually they just sell it to you anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, just don't... Don't worry. Pick whichever one you want right off the bat. I'm going to go with the GameStop one because Amazon.ca tends to, to deliver the game a day or two late. So, oh, okay. yeah. so uh, GameStop and EB are like the same thing. So I'm going to head over to an EB. I've already got it pre-ordered. But I'm going to pick up like the little voucher or whatever. Right. And, uh, and, and I'll end up with the Mall Killer skin. But I don't really care because I'm going to play through the game the first time in whatever costume they give you, right? Like how every level starts with a new costume. Right. I always, when I play through the first time, I just let it let it do its thing before I start screwing around with the different skins and stuff. Yeah, that's that's the way I'm going to handle it too. I'm going to do the GameStop. We have the, the same thing down here. And uh, I'm going to do the GameStop yeah. one. So that's that's fine with me. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of cool Force Unleashed 2 news. So that's that's nice to hear. Uh, in other news, we got uh, some some uh, Family Guy and Robot Chicken news. Uh, December twelfth is Robot Chicken, uh, Star Wars Episode Three, and then the uh, Family Guy Star Wars. It's called It's a Trap on uh, <laughs> December twenty first. So you guys that uh, I, I tend to shoot, they're both good. Um, Family Guy is going to be the last in the series. They are not doing any more Star Wars, which is kind of a bummer. But they did talk about hitting the Indiana Jones uh, trilogy. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, they talked about how Lucas is very open to this and uh, he's a good sport about it. So let's let's look for some Indiana Jones uh, in the future. So that's kind of cool. 
And then, of course, Robot Chicken is coming on the 12th, episode three. And I don't know if they're going to do any more, but uh, they kind of incorporate a bunch of different things. And there's, it's not like the Family Guy where it's, you know, they try to go yeah, shot for shot. So. <clears throat> no, like the only thing that I would say for this being the last Robot Chicken Star Wars is that um, Seth Green and Matt Seinrich are, are heading up this new Star Wars comedy animated series. So maybe once they start doing that, they'll get kind of sick of doing Robot Chicken Star Wars jokes. But at the same time, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know that they'll be doing enough of it to um, to constitute full full DVDs, right? Like, or a full episode. Because... <clears throat> A lot of the time with these, with with the first two, they would take ep, um, clips from from other episodes, like from their seasons of of Robot Chicken, and then add in a bunch of new new stuff as well. So um, I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll see a, a, an episode four, but but for now, episode yeah. three is going to have to do us, and it'll yeah. probably it'll probably be awesome. It'll probably be hilarious yet again. I mean, I can't watch several scenes in star wars in like the any of the movies <laughs> the without right, yeah. now thinking about yeah. the robot chicken stuff like when Pondo baba gets his uh gets his arm chopped off in the cantina i just always go back to to like <laughs> the fact that like he's a graphic designer and like he yeah. chops off his arm and now he's out of work and now all that can't stuff. work anymore yeah yeah and and that always hits me and i'm always like oh obi-wan why do you have to do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that was a that was a great scene. So um, look for those in December. So I'm looking forward to that. What else we got going on in news? Uh, well, we have the announcement of the Clone Wars Season 2 DVD box set. DVD yeah. and Blu-ray. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, so uh, so this is... Uh, when's this one released? It's, uh, it's October something, right? October 26th, I believe. I mean, it's like the same day as the... Uh, Force Unleashed 2, I think. Oh, really? I'm trying to... I'll get all these dates in my head, but I think it's that's the 26th. Yeah. That's going to be an expensive day. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's the it's the second DVD box set. Um, I, I think that we we pretty much know what to expect from this now because the yeah, first one yeah. was awesome. Uh, but it, it, they've put out some info that uh, that, that it's going to have some behind-the-scenes featurettes on it. Uh, Attack of the Zillow Beast, Magic of the Holocron, Return to Geonosis, and uh, Creating Mandalore. Um, and then it's going to have a 64-page production journal that includes early sketches, artist notes, and concept art from Season 2 of Star Wars The Clone Wars. Um, I hope that that's had the fact that they're going to do another art book, <clears throat> but maybe they'll wait until Season 3 to do a full art book because... Uh, because the first art book encompasses one season two, right? one, no season one and the movie. Oh, so, okay, okay. So maybe the next one will be season two and three. Yeah. So, um, but but that art book is probably one of my favorite art books. It's just so amazing. The uh, the art that they produced is uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Almost like <laughs> the art that they produce is almost better than the show itself for me. <laughs> yeah. And but like that's coming from the from the perspective of an artist i mean like artist, that, yeah. that yeah. would be my dream job is to work for lucasfilm just doing concept art on anything anything like yeah. clone wars on on star wars games on whatever right like just to be able to contribute to the star wars universe would be uh 
would be a dream come true. So whenever I pick up the art book, that's always what I have in mind. And and the Clone Wars one, the art is just so awesome and so out there. And like they they just really like push the envelope, but pull from earlier stuff. And mm-hmm. and that book was so great. So I hope that this is hinting at a at another one. Yeah. Uh, and then the Blu-ray exclusive is that it will have the Jedi Temple archives, but that is not the reason to get the Blu-ray. No. The reason to get the Blu-ray is because it's beautiful and high def. Yeah, that's so, what I'm getting. Yeah. Um, Don't even worry about the DVD. The Blu-ray yeah, is, is worth it. Yeah, yeah, the Blu-ray is, is definitely the way to go. If you haven't purchased a Blu-ray player yet, then uh, what are you doing? Go get a PlayStation 3. <laughs> go, get, go get a PS3 and pick up the Force Unleashed 1 and 2 for the PS3, as well as Seasons 1 and 2 of, of uh, the Clone Wars on Blu-ray. And, uh, and like, I can't think of a better way to spend the, uh, the, the last half of, or the last third of uh, oh, yeah. 2010. Yeah. Just playing video games and watching Clone Wars in high def. Like, <laughs> there it is right there. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's the... Uh, that's the the box set for season two, and uh, this this season has uh, it's got Yoda on the cover, right? Yes. Yoda I think, yeah. Cover. So so yeah. you're pretty. That's pretty good. cool with that. Yeah. Uh, now, San Diego Comic Con, like we said, not a bunch of news, and and here's where we're going to get into some collecting news, and a lot of the stuff from Hasbro we have seen before, but. Uh, I myself have just picked up some of the vintage figures uh, yesterday. I got a couple of figures. I got the Han at Echo Base and I got the Darth Vader. And uh, I'm a Minton card collector, so these aren't coming out. So that's why I'm excited with this vintage line. Um, the cards are really nice. Of course, we've all seen the, the photos. We know, we know how these look, and they look fantastic. Uh, the cards are a little thinner than a normal card, but uh, they're still sturdy enough. I, I have mine in star cases, so I'm not worried about the cards bending or anything like that. The cards nice. do come punched already, so don't try to look for an unpunched card. They're all going to be punched, but it's not a big deal. Um, so I'm really excited about this line, and I'm excited about seeing some of the... Uh, Clone Wars and prequel trilogy, or not Clone Wars, but prequel trilogy figures on these cards. And yeah. I've seen some of them, and, and I'm really excited about those. As much as I am about the vintage, the prequel stuff is going to be really cool. I, some of the stuff that I've seen already is uh, like uh, Commander Cody, seeing him on a vintage card, and, and the card picture is the classic picture of him yeah. holding the hologram of Sidious, Excellent yeah. looking card and, and figure, so uh, really looking forward to that. Now you haven't seen or not seen, but you you don't have these in your area, right? Not, uh, yet. not yet, not yet. I'm sure that they'll be showing up in like the next couple weeks, but uh, but we've yet to see them up here, um, right? But I mean, like I'm not I'm not much of a of a vintage card collector, so. Yeah, because uh, I open everything up. The only thing I'm really collecting at the moment is uh, is Clone Wars, and I've kind of maxed out my Clone Wars, with the exception of anything that they released from the episode Trespass. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. So, like, because I've gotten all the ones that they've done so far, uh, except for the uh, 
Except for the the alien dudes. What 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 species are they? The As, oh the the tarp. Oh, I yeah. can't remember right now. Um, any, yeah, like the the tarpals. Okay. Uh, I can't remember. Um, but if they did like uh, the the girl, the the senator girl, and the uh, and the the president of the planet guy, mm-hmm. if they did those, I would totally get them. Yeah. Because um, they've got they've got a freako bike coming out that comes with a with a cold weather gear clone trooper, yes. and I'm probably gonna pick up two of those. Yeah. So I've got I got Obi Wan, Anakin, and uh, and Rex mm-hmm. so far, but I don't have any freako bikes for them, so. So I'm probably gonna pick up two of those, so that they each have a Freako bike, and uh, and then uh, I'll have some of the clones as well. So yeah, uh, that's really all that I'm concerned about at the moment. But with the vintage stuff, I really wish that they would take cla- or like uh, prequel characters and do them in a vintage style. I think I may have said this already, but like if you did an episode three Obi Wan Kenobi with like the lightsaber that pops out of his wrist. Oh yeah, right, right. I would buy that. I would buy that in a second. I like I would go crazy for that. If you if they did like a two pack of like Anakin and Obi-Wan like that, that would be the greatest thing ever. If they had like just the really limited like what, like six joint five joints, the the two joints on the legs, the two on the arms, right. like the one on the arm and the and then the head. Right. Uh, I, I'd be all over that. I think that would be <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? I think that like we might be really close to something like that happening, because uh, is it Gentle Giant or Sideshow that's got the? I think it's Gentle Giant that's doing the twelve-inch vintage. Try saying that twelve times fast. Twelve-inch vintage. <laughs> uh, the twelve-inch yeah. vintage figures like the and and the C five exclusive is Boba Fett, and that's one of those things that I'm like, man, I don't collect anything like this. But this looks so cool that I might just have to get it. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait until I see it in person, which probably will be too late. Yeah. And they'll fold all of them. Yeah. But um but I am kinda like, ooh, that's that's kind of a cool idea to do the twelve inch vintage versions. So maybe Gentle Giant will be the ones to sort of pioneer that and to, to decide to do to do the, the prequel characters like that. Like can you imagine like a Jar Jar Binks in vintage style? <laughs> in vintage style, twelve inch. I think that would be awesome, right? Like, yeah, whatever you feel about Jar Jar Binks, who cares? But just to get like to see Jar Jar simplified down to that style mm-hmm. would be really interesting to me. To see Darth Maul in that style would be really cool. Like, how would they even do a Darth Maul with the protruding lightsabers, right? Like, yeah, because he's got two. Yeah, really. Would you have? holding it out in front and it pops out both sides. That's a little bit too, even too technical for back then. It would have to be like the whole length of his arm yeah. and it would pop out both ends sort of thing. Right. Like, like, I don't know, like the, you could have a lot of fun doing that. Um, like episode one, C3PO with all the guts showing, like with all, all of the, 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 the wires yeah. and cables showing, yeah. but in that 1978 style, like, that that gets me excited. That is the sort of thing that I would be all over. Like when they did the the Macquarie, the the Macquarie uh, concept art yeah. figures. Like do something new, you know. Stop giving me new versions of Luke and X Wing gear. Yeah. Like seriously, I have like four, you know. <laughs> like yeah, I don't. Yeah, I hear I'm, you. Yeah. 
So do something new, do something interesting. That's why like the, the Galactic Heroes figures are so cool to me. Like the, I was just at, at Walmart last night and I saw the um the ATAT for the first time. Oh you did? In in, in a store. The uh the Galactic Heroes one. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. Not the, but like the Galactic Heroes one, which okay. has like it it's got like the stubby little legs and everything, like it's all um yeah. Like it's it's chubby, right? Like it's a little chubby version of an ATAT. Yeah. And it just it looks so awesome because it's what we know and what we've seen a million times, but done differently. You know? So uh right. so that's really cool to me. I don't know. I, if they do some new stuff, like something totally out there, something I can't even think of, uh, with the Star Wars stuff, that would be really cool. Yeah. They just well, it just seems like they've been doing a lot of the same thing. Yeah. To me. Yeah, well, it's like you said, the the vintage line. If you're not, if you're an opener, this line is probably not going to do anything for you. Um, yeah. But but for me, it's going to be cool because I can get those figures back on the cards, like I did before. Yeah. And uh, but but I have seen some of these open. And I'm like, wow, these look pretty good. They're they're displayed. So they're you know. nice figures for sure. Like yeah. I mean, the the Han in. Uh, like the hot Han or whatever it looks like a great figure, but you know, like if the card is the only thing that's making it really sought after that, that's kind of, that seems kind of cheap to me. I don't know. Jimmy Mack was talking about it on, uh, on the latest episode of geek out loud. Cause, uh, cause Steve had, uh, uh, Jimmy Mack and, uh, Jason from the force cast. Oh, right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and they were talking about that stuff about, about, um, about the vintage stuff specifically, and uh, and it's it's funny because they're actually really similar to us. You keep stuff on card, and and Jason from the Forcecast keeps his stuff on card, and I open my stuff, and so does Jimmy Mac. So like we have like these totally different opinions of oh, the right. of the okay. vintage stuff, and it's essentially what you just said. Like for you, you the packaging is just as awesome as the figure, right? Like. Yeah. Like the 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 collecting thing is like the thrill of the hunt, and then like now you've got the figure and you can display it proudly, sort of thing, like a trophy. But for me, it's like I gotta get the figure, I gotta open it up, and I gotta see like how many points of articulation does he have? How great <laughs> is the sculpt? Yeah, does the back right, of his right. head look look as good as the front of his head? You know, like like I have to. Can I pose uh, with every prequel Obi Wan figure? Can I pose it? with him either with the two fingers out in front and the lightsaber over his head uh-huh. or with the lightsaber forward and the hand over his head. Like, <laughs> can I get him into the poses from the movie? Yeah. If I can, then it's a good figure. Like the, uh, the, uh, the trespass Obi-Wan, you, he's got one hand has the two fingers out. So you can totally put the two fingers in front and then the lightsaber over the head and you can get him into that pose. And that makes him an awesome figure to me. And if he's in the package, I'll never know, right? Yeah. yeah. So so that's that's my part. It's like it's not like I take them out and I go like pew 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 and I play with them or anything. No. It's no, just yeah. it's just like I gotta take them out and I have to I have to fondle them. You yeah. know? Like I have to touch them. I have to I have to see what what can I do with this action figure that I couldn't do with the last three Obi-Wans that I bought? You know, like it's, it's, it's gotta be that way for me, which is why I don't buy a lot of figures. I, I wait until I see something new, something that intrigues me, right? Like something that's really got to jump off the pegs yeah. and, uh, and into my hands, that sort yeah. of thing. So, 
Yeah, I, I, and in a perfect world, I would I would buy two of each figure. You know, <laughs> of course. One, but there's no way I can afford that. And and some of the uh, – I mean, my goal on this vintage is to, is to collect them all. And some of the figures that I really like, I'm going to try to get an extra one to open because, like I said, they do – some of these do look great on a peg, you know, like you said, displayed or whatever. So, yeah. um, but we'll see how that goes. But, uh, you know, you were talking about Sideshow and, and General Di- Giant, and Sideshow had some, some news, too. They have the uh, – this is a big one, too. The, and you're not a big fan of the 12-inch line, but they have this Darth Maul, the Mecha Maul, if you want to call him, from the Visionaries story. Uh, yes. For 300-something dollars, which is the, the uh, exclusive figure is already sold out. Did you get a chance to see uh, to see that, uh, Mike? Yeah, That's yeah, for saying. sure, sure. What is, what yeah. is your opinion on that style? Because it, I I kind of like it. It's it's Maul. He's he's aged. His horns have grown out. Yeah. Uh, the story actually was pretty cool. It's a story about if you don't know about the story, it's uh, him going back to Tatooine, searching for yeah. Luke, and he and he runs against Obi Wan, who's obviously there to protect Luke, and it's a pretty cool story. What do you think of the? No, he's not. Figure? He's not. He's not even searching for Luke. He's looking for Obi Wan. He's just looking for Obi Wan. Okay, yeah, I was thinking looking, of Luke. He's but... looking for revenge. Okay, yeah, yeah, like that's his whole thing is that he's out there for vengeance to get the person who obviously took his lower half. Right. Uh, yeah. So yeah, he's actually after Obi Wan, and he and he um, he traces Obi Wan back to back Tatooine. to uh, to Tatooine. Um, but he does it through Anakin. Like he, he, he follows him by way of following Anakin's actions or whatever. Um, okay. yeah, that's right. Cause, cause he, he hears a whole bunch of, cause Obi-Wan's lying low or whatever. Right. So he hears a bunch of stuff about a Jedi who's done a bunch of things and he tries the story back to Anakin thinking that he's trailing Obi-Wan. Right. Like, and, and so he, uh, like it, spoiler alert, he kills Watto. Like you, you see, he sort of recounts the story to Obi Wan when he finds him, right? And uh, and he and he says like he kills Obi Wan, or he kills Watto, he killed, he killed a few other characters from like Episode One and Two, um, and even Three, I think, because I think at one point like he's on Mustafar or something like that, and he's like always like a step behind them, right? And uh, and then he makes it to to Tatooine, um, and traces Obi Wan to the Lars homestead because that was one of the last places that he went to drop off Luke. Right. Right. And, uh, and Owen Lars has a really badass moment in it. And, uh, and then obviously Obi-Wan shows up and, uh, and they have another duel and, uh, it's pretty wicked. The star Wars visionaries, if you can find a copy of it, it's from a few years ago, yeah. but it is an awesome comic. It's, it's only got a couple of really good stories in it. That is definitely one of them. That's one and of them. To see, yeah. That, yeah. to see that figure, uh, or like that that design being uh, being explored in figure form, whether it be like by Showcase in the twelve inch or Hasbro in the in the regular three and three quarter, um, very cool, very very cool because it's a really cool design. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Like I'm not much of a twelve inch collector, so that's kind of the thing um, that doesn't really get me very much. But did I? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I saw a Hasbro one as well, right? Yeah, it's actually a comic yeah. two pack with the uh, yeah, yeah, it's a, with like, Owen, with yeah. Owen, and and, it, uh, and that figure looks awesome. And there's does, one yeah. that, that like his legs have like 
four or five different points of articulation on them. That's the sort of figure that I'm talking about that I'm like, I want to see that figure. I want to, I want to pull that out of the package and hold it in my hands. Right. Yeah. How can I pose his legs and, and that sort of thing. So that's going to be a, one that I'm going to look to get that uh, three and three quarter because it yeah. comes in the comic pack, but, and it comes in a nice packaging, but like you said, that's going to be one I think I'm going to want to open and, and pull yeah. that out. So that's, uh, that's but you gotta get you gotta get like an episode three style Obi Wan and uh, and and sort of have them dueling. Yeah, definitely. Um, another twelve inch and maquette type news. Uh, Gentle Giant has got a bunch of new stuff, and yes. I'm gonna start off with the first one because this is the one that I've been waiting for. And and Mike, <laughs> you, you tweeted this, and I had no idea it was. I well, the second that I got the email, I opened it up for. Uh, from Gentle Giant, opened it up and saw that and was like, oh, oh I got to send this to Matt. I got to send this to <laughs> Yeah, because I've been, uh, if you've listened to Frontlines for a while, you know this is my, one of my favorite characters pretty much in the whole series of all Star Wars now, and, and I've been asking for this, and I didn't think it was going to come this quick. But Cad Bane is coming in a Gentle Giant maquette, and yeah. I've seen photos of it, and I'm really stoked about this. And Mike, we just talked about this earlier. You were saying that Cad Bane is, is st- starting to get the the uh, original trilogy type of uh, love, or I, I can't remember exactly how you put it. Cachet. Cachet, there you go, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally, yeah. Well, Cad Bane's kind of like, within one season, within a year, has elevated to, like, classic character status. Like, that's what, yeah, he, that's what I meant. He, yeah. is, he is the Boba Fett of the prequel trilogy now, even though Boba Fett and Django are in the prequel trilogy. Like Django was all right in episode two, but Cad Bane is, I think what we wanted, you know, yeah, like yeah. Cad Bane is where that. And like Cad Bane is fulfilling all of those Boba Fett fantasies that we all have, right? Like he's, he rocks it. Like he's the best bounty hunter we've seen on, on, uh, in, in a, in a visual format, like a moving visual format, like Boba Fett's been really awesome in the comics and I don't want to take away from Boba Fett, but as far as the movies go, Boba Fett's a bit of a punk. Like he's a whiny little kid or he's a silent dude. Like he's awesome in empire, but he doesn't really do anything in empire. And he's a, he's a, he's a punk in return of the Jedi. I mean, come on. He gets taken out by blind, blind Han Solo by accident. Yeah. That's a, that's a weak way to die. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that was a weak way to die. Not a weak way to a weak way. <laughs> yeah, just hey, I don't want to confuse any. Yeah, uh, no pun intended. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, like Cad Bane's really like he's he's living up to expectations, which I don't think that any prequel character, other than maybe Obi Wan in Episode Three, has lived up to the expectation of what we thought that they were going to be mm-hmm. right. Like, right, right. like we get first introduced to Cad Bane in hostage crisis and he doesn't do a heck of a lot. He's just sort of leading this band of dudes. But then right off the bat in season two, we have like the three episodes where he's just awesome. He's just totally wicked. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and, and I mean, we're going to talk about it in a minute, but what we've seen of season three so far and with him coming back, like he's the bad guy of the Clone Wars. He he's become the nemesis of the Clone Wars. 
Because right. Asajj Ventress sort of belongs to a lot of other mediums. And Dooku is obviously more of a movie villain. And Grievous is more of a movie villain. And, and those characters never really lived up to that potential in, in the series yet. Like, like, Grievous has been all right, but he hasn't... I don't know. Like, he, he's just not... He's always running away. He's a coward. Like, I don't know that his character is as right. intense or badass as we want him to be. Mm-hmm. But... But Cad Bane is, right? Yeah, like, he's right. totally fulfilling that, that Boba Fett fantasy. And I think that that's why he's now at this status where, like, you guys want a gentle giant maquette of this character? Well, we're not going to make you wait. Here he is. You know, yeah. like, the, like it's, it, it's here. Like, check it out. You can buy it now. It's awesome. You yeah. know, and, and, like, this, the character design and everything about him is just what exactly what you want from Star Wars especially from something like the Clone Wars that can take an alien species and do something more interesting with it, right? So Yeah, definitely. So I don't know. I think that's why we're saying Because we've also got uh, Maquette, which is in the, the Clone Wars style. So which it one? seems like... Which one did you say? The Bosk? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. so I think that like Gentle Giant is going to be rolling out a few of these Bounty Hunter ones, sort of in line with uh with season two right so just sort of as a follow-up to season two of the clone wars being the bounty hunter season so so what that means to me is like hopefully we get to see uh oh man i'm blanking on his name the dude with the hat from uh from from the episode of bounty hunters um, oh yeah embo they're they're coming out embo with yeah, yeah. yeah yeah they they i did see some uh pictures of him in the three and three quarter inch style so yeah, he's gonna, yeah, be, yeah. he's gonna be coming out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but hopefully, Gentle Giant does a nice maquette of him. You know, like oh, yeah. that, that's yeah. a wicked character design as well. So yeah. they, they keep going with this bounty hunter theme. Yeah, well, like you said, you know, as far as yeah. uh, Cad Bane is concerned, you know, he's he's got that, um, you know, mystery sort of to him at this point, much like yes. Boba Fett did had in, in Empire, where I mean, we know he, where he's from, but that's pretty much all we know of him right now. And then, yeah. then, like you said, we get we get to see him do all this cool action, and we'll see a little bit more here when we talk about the trailer. But uh, I am really stoked. March of 2011 is when this figure's coming out, and and you said they showed a uh, boss. He looks good. They they actually have also a looks like a Vizsla coming out in the maquette style, uh, 12 inch. So that looks yes, pretty yeah. cool too. So they're really like you said, starting to jump on these uh, and, and Kid Fisto. And uh, just trying to jump on these uh, Clone Wars they're, characters. They're, sorry, I'm sorry, I missed that. There's a Kit Fisto maquette. Yeah, coming there's, out? A, there's a Kit Fisto maquette. Uh, it, it's I have of, not seen pictures of that yet. Okay, it's an action pose. He's got two sabers in his hand. Need to get on the internet. Two sabers. Uh, each saber is going in a different direction as he's holding him. One's in his left hand, facing towards his head. Another lightsaber is in his right hand, facing away from him. Uh, he's in like, yeah. an action pose. So. Yeah, there's they're really starting to hit these Clone Wars, so I'm I'm really excited about that. Uh, definitely on the uh, Cad Bane. So, yeah, a lot of cool stuff uh, coming out, coming down the road. So, anything else in the, that we wanted to mention in collecting? Anything that kind of hit your eye the last few? Uh, no, nothing, nothing from Comic Con or recent. There's some stuff that we'll talk about when we get to C5 news, but yeah, uh, but yeah, okay. no, no, I think okay. that's everything. So, uh, so we should get to the main event here. Yeah, to the, yeah, to the definitely. Deal. 
yeah. uh, for this episode, the whole reason for doing this episode. Uh, recently at, at Comic-Con, there was a, a trailer for season three that was released. Now, this is awesome for two reasons. Let's hear one of them in a minute. The first reason being it's a new Clone Wars trailer, so it's full of awesome stuff. Yeah. Wicked, wicked footage. Um, a lot of wish fulfillment uh, for what we've been asking for the last couple seasons. And uh, as well as one little piece of audio, which we'll talk about after we listen to the audio clip. So let's, uh, let's listen to the audio clip from the trailer right now. Okay. We believe Grievous is planning a separatist attack. I've been having dreams. Bad dreams. Visions they are. Underestimate them. You must not. She will die, and there's nothing that you can do. There they are. The old one is the family. At your service, Mr. Bane. The separatists are paying a million credits a for a Jedi. A separatist victory means death for all of us. Less yapping, more blasting! For the Republic! We're shoulder to shoulder on those front lines. So there it is. Wow. So I'm yeah, I, there it is. The, the, the big part of that trailer that gets me excited is that uh, they actually say front lines <laughs> in yeah. the trailer. Like, okay, for it to have just been said in an episode would have been awesome. Yeah. For it to be said in the first official trailer that they've shown, like that's been released to the public for season three. Yeah. Like for for a season of the series, just like I don't know, it. I feel like justified that, <laughs> that I named it Frontlines of the Clone Wars podcast, right? Because because I racked my brain. Like anybody who was there in the beginning, anybody who's been listening since since the start, uh, or even previous to the start, and was following me either on Twitter or whatever, um, or that knew me, like I was racking my brain to come up with a name for the podcast. Uh, I put it out on Twitter saying like, Hey, does anybody know, like, can anybody think of anything? Uh, I threw it out like to all my friends, to, to everybody. And, uh, and then I eventually came up with the idea of Frontlines, the Clone Wars podcast. And, uh, and now, you know, two and a half years, well, I guess it's, we're going on, on year three yeah. in a, in a couple of weeks. Um, to, to have them say Frontlines right in it. Like, it's like, yeah, that's why I picked that name. You know, like that's <laughs> yeah. It's just it's vindication, you know. Yeah. Like I, not that I needed to be like vindicated against anybody. It's not like people were saying like Frontlines. I don't get it. That's a lame name for a podcast. Pretty much everybody was like, "That's a cool name. That's good. That 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 fits it. That makes sense." 
Um, but but to have the have somebody like I don't want to read too much into it, but maybe there's somebody who's listened to the podcast, or at least somebody who knows about the podcast. Because we are the most listened to Clone Wars podcast on the internet, based on sort of uh, yeah. uh, internet rankings and that sort of thing. You put in Clone Wars podcast, and Frontlines is the first one that pops up. It's right. actually like the first three links because I think it's like like the Facebook or Twitter, Twitter page. Yeah, right. It's Twitter and then us, like the actual website, and then like the Facebook page. It's something like that. So like the first three links are all to frontline stuff. So like, I don't know, I consider that like Google tends to be a fairly accurate representation of how popular you are, right. especially when, when searching something like Clone Wars podcast, which anybody who's done any searching there's a handful, like more than a handful. There's a couple handfuls of Clone Wars specific podcasts, but um, and I don't want to my own horn or anything like that. But I think that that we're probably the cream of the crop there. Um, yeah. On how many listeners we have and how active you guys are in that sort of thing. Um, right. Right. So yeah, I, to, I I think maybe it's possible. It's possible that somebody knows who we are. And uh, and threw that in. It's also probably just a coincidence. Probably, uh, but hey, yeah. you never know. I can dream. I can dream. <laughs> he can dream, folks. Come on, let him dream. Yeah, I know. That's definitely going to have to go it's, in it's, our It's intro. a very conspicuous coincidence <laughs> that I got press passes to C5, and now all of a sudden the word front lines is in the trailer for season three. Like it wasn't in the trailer for season two. It wasn't in the trailer for season one. But now it's in the trailer for season three because I'm on Lucasfilm's radar, yeah. you know, like hey. that's that's yeah. uh, I think that's too much of a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. At least it, in my in my this is the part where you're supposed to say, geez, we're out of it for a little while. And everybody, everybody gets delusions. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to have to go into our intro, obviously. Um, yes, sure. Quote, but uh, for sure, I'm going to have to get Mr. Jason Boyd Hunt. To, uh, to throw that in there somewhere because he's uh, he's actually produced uh, a, a couple of new things for us. So yeah. cool, yeah. But uh, as far as the trailer goes, I guess those of you who are wondering, you know, in season two's finale, whether uh, Aura Singh made it through, we obviously find out she did. Yes, yeah. And we will be seeing her. We will be seeing Aura Singh. Uh, I mean, uh, Aura Singh, of course. Um, uh, Massage Ventress, that's what I was thinking of, Massage, and uh, wow, lots of cool stuff in there, a minute and 30 trailer, and I'm sure we're going to have another trailer, but lots of cool stuff in this one, uh, what else we got going on in this trailer, it's, Phase it's 2 like, armor? Yeah, it's, an, it's a minute and 30 trailer that feels like five minutes. Yeah, right. It is so densely packed with new stuff for season three, like new stuff for season three and just new stuff for the series in general, mm-hmm. that it just... It it goes by fast, but at the same time, you're like that couldn't possibly be a minute and a half, yeah. you know. Like uh, we've got like a huge space battle, like what we've been asking for, essentially what yeah. I've been specifically asking for. Yeah, definitely. Which is, yeah, yeah. Which is a huge space battle, like a la uh, Return of the Jedi, you know, like that Endor sort of feel, and it totally has that. Um, we've got I. Uh, the, those really cool new clone trooper helmets that have like the open face and yeah. uh, it looks like they're like uh, 
suits like that because it looks like they're on like a training course or something like that. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. There's some kind of a like a simulation grid or something. I was gonna ask. Yeah, you about it almost that. looks yeah. like like something out of like the first Tron movie. Yeah, you know? it's, it's like a VR or something like that, or maybe even something out of like Star Trek, like the holodeck mm, sort of yeah. thing before the holodeck turns into something. So yeah, um, and uh, and one of the coolest moments. And I missed it the first couple of times I watched it, but when I watched it just before uh, recording this episode, I noticed uh, Cad Bane with a lightsaber at one point dueling with Obi Wan, and that's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, right, right. I was I was excited to see that. Uh, it looks like you know uh, they're going after the Jedi now, the bounty hunters. Uh, I think you yeah. said a million, I said a million credits per Jedi or something like that. So yeah, a million credits ahead. Ahead, yeah, that, yeah. I think they mean that in a very literal sense. Right, definitely. C three PO looks like he gets captured. Uh, obviously, Ahsoka's going through some stuff. Yeah, and uh, looks like Anakin's going to be battling Asajj again. So, for uh, basically uh, the first trailer, the, I mean the the season ending trailer they showed was only thirty seconds. Not not a yeah. lot of stuff going on, but this is the first really big thing they've done so it's it's really cool and i'm sure we're going to get a a larger um all-encompassing trailer closer uh to the season who knows maybe at c5 they'll, they'll get some we'll get some more news I, i'm sure c5 we're going to have something going on we got to have some big news I'm oh really i think hoping. it's i think at c5 we're going to get we're going to get some we're going to get something major yeah that that we don't even know what it is yet that it's not even a rumor yet you know like yeah, I'm sure that, that Dave Filoni's got something up his sleeve. Um, I'm yeah. hoping it's Republic Commandos, you know? Like, that would be that would be my <laughs> dream, is for him to be like, you know what, uh, we've done all these different clone troopers before, and uh, and I, you guys have seen a few from, from the trailer, from Comic-Con and stuff, but, uh, but these are the ones you've been waiting for, like that sort of thing. Kind of like you did with, with the Mandalorians, right? Where it was like... Right. You know, this is a season about bounty hunters, and what would bounty hunters be without these guys? You know, like that sort of thing. So, so I don't know. I really hope that that's what what we get to see. Yeah, definitely. Who knows? It's a good. We can all dream and see what yeah. happens. You know, let's see if let's see if he uh, listen to us. So, uh, yeah. Well, you're talking about C five. I guess we should probably get into some C five stuff. What do you think? Yeah, let's jump into. Yeah, that. we. Uh, of course, you're making your plans now, and uh, we're only a, you know a week or so away. Yeah. And uh, I, we're gonna try to get some stuff for you from front lines. Uh, Mike's kind of working on getting some uh, interviews, and we'll see how that goes. Um, it's kind of it's gonna be a wait and see type of a thing for him down yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, a lot of the word so far has been like like that. Um, they're only really setting up interviews ahead of time. For and this is understandable for like like national news and that sort of thing. Like so, if you are like a major print publication, like uh, like you know the New York Times or something like that, something that gets distributed around the continent, yeah, then you can set up ahead of time. But if you are a, a podcast, uh, it's kind of going to be I think like more of a first come first serve thing at the convention like there there will be opportunities but that i'll have to be essentially on my phone emailing back and forth 
constantly like, can right. I set up an interview with so-and-so? Does this person have time? Can I grab them after this panel? Like that sort of thing. So I am probably going to be doing a heck of a lot of running around. That doesn't mean that there won't be some panels that I have to be at. Uh, first and foremost, the main event uh, to, to see George Lucas and, uh, and John Stewart doing their thing up on stage with that interview. Like that's going to be the number one thing that, that I think everybody has to be at. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's going to be the big one there. I mean, like you said, that's the number one thing. And, and this is kind of, it's going to be tough because apparently there's only going to be about 6,200, um, attendees. Now that's not just in the main hall. I mean, that's the three other, uh, yeah, the digital halls they have open. They have the screening. So, I'm assuming that you're probably going to have to wait in line for this. The doors open at six to get in line. Now I don't know if there's going to be a line outside the door. Um, so I guarantee you wow. there. I yeah, guarantee yeah. there will. And you know what? I'm not the type of guy that's going to get up, or not even get up. That's going to finish the day on Friday and go and get in line and sleep overnight. I'm paying for. While I'm down there, and you better believe I'm going to sleep in that bed. <laughs> like yeah. I am not yeah. sleeping on concrete when I'm paying like a hundred bucks a night. So yeah. um, I'm not paying that much, but but you know what I mean, right? Like if I'm paying for a hotel, I'm sleeping in a nice. Oh hotel, yeah, yeah. Concrete, five blocks away. Um, but I don't know about JC, and JC is going to be down there with me, and he's he's uh, he's flying wingman with me on it. So uh, and I know he wants to be there. So I uh, I don't know I don't know how much he wants to be in that panel. We'll see. Um, yeah, I would think but, that uh, like you said, it's it's going to be the main thing, and JC's kind of taking my place down there and going to help you out. And yeah, um, yeah, I, I hope you guys can get into the to the main thing. Um, you're probably just going to have to on Friday after while the conventions close and seeing seeing what's going on because this thing is going to be going on at 11 p.m. on Saturday at the main stage. So yeah, it's just going to be one of those things where you're going to have to just play it by ear and see how, see how it's going. So, um, yeah, it's a wristband sort of thing. So like, right, right. They're going to give out wristbands. And then once you've got a wristband, whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? There might be people who are jerks and that get in that line and say in that line, get wristbands and then sell. Them. So if that's oh, yeah, the yeah. case, I might be one of the people who buys, like, you know, if people are being ridiculous, like, oh, it's a hundred bucks to get into this panel. Yeah. I'm not going to buy it. But if somebody's like, give me 50 bucks and I'll give you a wristband, I'll be like, yeah, here's 50 bucks. What is that? That's one collect, one less collectible that I'm going to buy yeah. that weekend, right? right so right. Um, there's that that I definitely have to be at. Um, I've already purchased my ticket for last tour uh, to Endor, which, um, you know what? Out of everything, I think that might be the thing that I am actually the most excited about because when they announced that they were shutting down Star Tour, I've never been to Disneyland before. I've never been to Disney World. So I thought like, I'm like, cause I'm, I'm upset about Universal Studios and the fact that they shut down the Back to the Future ride, right? right? I never got to ride that. And that's one of those things that like, I always wanted to check out. So I thought the same thing was going to happen with Star Tours. And it's kind of like, once it's done, it's done. There's no there's no going back to that, right? Like these rides cost yeah. thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars for them to build. In some instances, millions of dollars for them to build. 
and when they're done they're done when they shut that down it's not like they shut it down and it's still sitting there they dismantle the things right right so i was really worried that like i'm never gonna get to ride star tours it's never gonna happen and then when they announced like you know they're selling tickets to a premium event at c5 that you can get in and you can you know last tour event you know you you're guaranteed a seat on one of the last ones and when jc said he was doing it i was like then i'm down like i have to do this i i have to be there so i i spent my 70 75 for a ticket and 25 dollars for shipping so it cost me a hundred dollars for this event but yeah the recent news is that it's more than just it's not like i paid a hundred dollars just to get on that ride and be done oh no, Uh, no i have access to all of Disney Hollywood Studios, which I don't know how excited I am about that, but there will be other stuff as well. Like it's, it, they're touting it as the largest party slash event at any Star Wars celebration. That like this, this is aside from George Lucas doing his panel, this is the next biggest event at this convention. And for me to like have a guaranteed ticket to it like that's uh that's it's probably what i'm looking forward to the most it's it's a very big oh it's definitely and um well i'm I had, excited about it i had uh before i find out that it just wasn't going to be in the cards for me to go i was putting a list of of some of the things that i really wanted to see and my must-sees and like you said this was this was one of them Besides the yep. main event, there was a couple other things. This was like my second on there was the last tour. And and like you said, if you haven't been on this ride before, or even if you had, this is the last time you could say, hey, you know what? I was there when they closed this ride down. This yeah. thing is going to be a huge party. Uh, it starts at 8, but the, you can get in there earlier, do all the other things in Disneyland. Um, and they're going to have Star Wars-themed entertainment. They're going to have the fireworks. They're going to have um, a salute to the Star Tours attraction, um, hyperspace hoopla, uh, you know, all kinds of memorabilia. So it's going to be a pretty cool party, you know. And and like you haven't been on the ride before, yeah. this is going to be this is going to be cool for you. I mean, this thing is a, a flight simulator, so this is not like a kiddie ride. I mean, I have been on this ride where people have actually gotten sick on this ride, so. <laughs> You know, don't think this is some little, you know. Yeah, like it just bumps or something like that. No, I mean, this is really intense. Yeah, It goes back and forth and stuff and takes you through the asteroid field and the trench run and all that sort of, like all the classic stuff. Oh, definitely, uh, yeah. Yeah. And like speeder bike chase. And and yeah, like I'm I'm so thankful that I'm going to get the opportunity. And that's probably why it's, it's, you know, it's one of the bigger things. It's one of the bigger things, yeah. The George Lucas thing is big too, because he's getting older. I'm I'm gonna be the one to say it. he's getting older. Yeah, and, and who knows uh, if he's ever gonna do one of these again. So yeah, and so like, yeah, like whether or not he even feels inclined to do it, or whether he's even around to do it. Um, it it's kind of like this might be your last chances to uh, to see the guy in the flesh. So um, so yeah, and you know what? I guarantee you that panel. Is going to have more than just George and John Stewart. It's I'm, surprises I'm, coming. I bet you anything that Mark Hamill Mark will Hamill. come out and yeah. Carrie Fisher will come out. I bet you anything. Any of the core cast that's there, yeah, will come out. And uh, and you know what? If if Harrison Ford was going to show up, this is the the event that he would show up for. 
Yeah, like if the three of them came out with George Lucas on the stage already, that would be that place would like, be crazy. It, yeah, like oh man, it would explode. Like it would be a riot. It would be yeah. a, I I bet you anything there will be a little literal riot after <laughs> that. Man, people yeah. will leave and they will trash stuff. Like it will go crazy. Yeah. Because you just you'll get so high off the fact that like holy crap you know so i uh, so i guarantee you there there will be some surprises there uh but there's some other really cool stuff for the rest of the weekend to check out there's uh dave filoni's doing a panel on uh on you know like making of the clone wars sort of thing like behind the scenes which uh which i i believe i will try to be at as long as it doesn't conflict with something else right um, any anything where like if there's a season three sneak peek, I will be there for you Gotta guys so that, that I can get. Yeah. Um, if there's, uh, you know, Clone Wars cast stuff, I'll be there for sure. And uh, I don't, like I said, I'm gonna try and get interviews. Uh, I'm gonna do my best to uh, to sit down with the uh, with the stars, at least of the Clone Wars. I like I I guarantee you I will get at least an interview with one or two of them. Uh, and I'll see uh, our, our good friend, Tom Hodges. Uh, yeah. Hopefully Big Hawk and Steve can be there so that he can be on some of the podcasts and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and we might even, we might even bring you some video. There might even be some video content. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Which will be a first for, yeah, uh, that'd be a first. Frontlines. Other than, other than our, our, uh, <laughs> our live podcast that didn't go so well. Uh, <laughs> Technical difficulties. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so ho- hopefully, hopefully all this stuff comes together. But um, you know what? Like, I, I think that I'm gonna try and take the stance to not plan it out too much no, and just, can't. yeah, just sort of let the weekend happen and uh, and just be happy for whatever we end up doing. Yeah. Well, you you had mentioned the collecting panels and the, and the Star Wars guests. And that was that was another yep. one of my must sees. Is is go to these panels. There's some great panels and the Star Wars guests. You know, you got people like the big guys from Mark Hamill, all the way down to the lesser known stars like a uh, Orly Shoshan who was Shaq T or, or whatever. And some of these Clone Wars uh, voice actors that are so cool to be around. They're so friendly, very engaging. They talk to you. They sign stuff. I mean, they're really nice. So definitely one of the must sees down there is to get to talk to some of these people and go, and go to these panels. And uh, you were just talking about maybe Harrison Ford showing up, and and you know he's been in the in the spotlight a lot. I mean he he went to the 30th anniversary of Empire at the Archlight. Yeah, he, he showed up to Comic Con with uh, yeah. the Cowboys and Aliens. So you never know. I mean it's it's probably unlikely, but hey, the way he's been showing up lately, who knows? That would be like you said, it'd be cool. And and yeah, I feel like maybe crazy. he's softened a little bit to it lately. I think maybe. Even with doing Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, that he's yeah. sort of gotten back in in touch with that part of himself, yeah. and uh, and he's not. I take himself so seriously because I don't think that he did take himself so seriously. I think he's just kind of being a little bit more relaxed about it now. So yeah, it's starting to feel like it's a possibility, and I think that that in and of itself is a miracle. They they. <laughs> Harrison yeah. Ford, the, like the the last person you'd want to hate Star Wars, <laughs> you know, is starting to yeah. to sort of soften to it a little bit. 
Yeah. Um, especially with it being the anniversary of Empire and Empire being obviously the best of the of the six films and the best of the three that he was involved with. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that it's a. I think I think that it's a possibility. So so hopefully. hopefully. Yeah. Um, one of my other uh, tops was going to be uh, there was a couple things. There was the one man Star Wars trilogy, which I hear is I've I've only seen it like through YouTube and stuff, but. People have said seeing it live is really cool because this guy, this Charlie Ross, he does the whole trilogy. He does all the voices. Um, you know, uh, he does all the sound effects and the dialogue, and it's kind of like this high energy uh, romp to the trilogy. So that's kind of one of the things that I was looking to do if I had gone. And uh, R2D2 Builders, they got a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff going on, uh, costume contests. Uh, those are yeah. kind of cool. I mean, a lot of those guys are going to be walking around the floor and to see some of these costumes. Yeah, um, I know, because I'm going to wow. be with one of them, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think JC's bringing I, I, stuff, right? Yeah, he's, uh, he's got his Boba Fett costume. So, uh, Have you ever been to a, an event where the 501st has showed up, Mike, to see these things? Uh, not on mass. I have seen 501st in the flesh previously uh, okay, at a yeah. couple of charity events and then like Star Wars in concert that I was recently at, they had a Boba Fett. Oh, and, right. Yeah. yeah and yeah. a stormtrooper there. Yeah. But, um, but on mass, no, like, like one of the things that, that's got me excited is just like, you're going to walk into there and it's going to, there's not going to be any doubt that you're at a Star Wars event because there will be like five Darth Vader's walking around and like a hundred stormtroopers in the same room. And yeah, and you know, slave Leia's every time you turn around a corner, and uh, hey, all right. you know, that's not too, that's not that's not too bad a thing to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I'm really excited for that aspect of it. And and JC's got some people that that he's gonna hook me up with that uh, that maybe I'm gonna start looking into. Uh, oh right, some yeah. trooper armor or something like that in the future, because because uh, yeah. I'd really like if I could get like a clone trooper armor. Yeah, once I'm you not start, really a stormtrooper guy, but but clone troopers for sure. Like, yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, and you so, know, yeah. so there's yeah a lot of stuff. The costume contests, like you're gonna see some outstanding costumes, and uh, and check out the the droid stuff because I they were over at the WonderCon in San Francisco, and it's so cool to see a, a you know it's functioning R two. Like, it's like a it's a, a functioning R two. It's just like it's probably better than they would use in the movie. These guys are yeah, incredible yeah, building this sure. stuff. So. Um, check that out. What else? What else are you going to go check out down there? Uh, well, on on the costuming front, JC was mentioning that they that he wants to go to a panel that a friend of his is doing um, about uh, bringing uh, bringing the animated stuff into reality. Like uh, so, making taking taking stuff directly from the Clone Wars, right. like the um, like the the Obi Wan armor and that sort of thing, um, and bringing it into reality like translating that into actual costumes right uh, and he wants to go to that panel for sure so i think that's going to be one that we check out um and you know what like the art i'm really psyched about that because like first of all to get to meet tom who's been on the show before right. um who i've followed for a really long time um and and so many other star wars artists that i uh, yeah, like that in and of itself for me as an artist is, is a really cool thing to do. I haven't decided whether or not I'm going to take a portfolio down. I might take a portfolio down and uh, uh-huh. and and get it reviewed 
by the guys at Lucasfilm um, and see, you know, like, do I, do I have the chops? Is there, is there, yeah. is there a possibility there? Cause that, like I was saying earlier uh, about the, the art book, um, that's, that's sort of my dream job, right? It's just to get paid to draw awesome, Star Wars every day, you know, How like cool that. Would that be? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so th- those opportunities down there are really cool. Um, and then again, just, just to do interviews, just to be in the same as, you know, whoever, right? Like you, you name them. I mean, obviously there's the big gets like uh, Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher mm-hmm. uh, and, and Peter Mayhew and, uh, you know, the classic characters and right, yeah. that sort of thing. But then there's even the smaller stuff. I mean, I, to, get, to get Tom Kane um, and maybe to get him do like a little a little intro thing in the uh, oh, in, yeah. in the narrator voice from the show would well, that be awesome would, yeah. would be wicked so like those are the sorts of things that I'm looking forward to more than anything is just like the stuff that's not planned the stuff that isn't a panel or part of the schedule the yeah. stuff that just kind of unfolds um, and I, I, you know what I think probably other than other than Star Tours and George Lucas I. Uh, the the biggest thing that I'm looking forward to is doing a, a front lines meetup, and uh, definitely, you know, like we've got we got we got some awesome awesome listeners out there, and uh, and I know that several of you guys uh, guys and gals are going to be at C5, and um, and I just look forward to meeting you guys, you know, like uh, to put to put faces to names and that sort of thing to. To hang out with JC is going to be awesome. It's 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 too bad that you can't be there, Matt, because it would have been cool to to I hang know. out with flesh. But uh, but we'll get our opportunity soon enough, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, like uh, just just to get to meet some of these people, some of these people that you know I'm friends with on Facebook that I have conversations with that 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 send emails and and we email back and forth and that sort of thing, um, and to get to meet them. I, would be awesome under any circumstance, but under these circumstances, it's even better, right? Like that kind of, it just makes it that much cooler that not only are we all meeting, but it's the context of like, we're meeting because it's a Star Wars convention and because we're all here to hang out and, and, you know, for the same reason, right? So um, even, even more so than if it were like Comic-Con and we did a meetup or something like that. Like this is, this is our convention, specifically this one, C5, although it may be the, the anniversary of Empire, this is, like, there is no movie. There, there's, there's nothing on the horizon that we know of, uh, yeah. That, yeah. Like, that may, unless something's going to surprise us. There's nothing on the horizon as far as actual official G-level canon content, right. you know? Other than the Clone Wars, which is our thing, like that's us. We like that's, you know, we live in the Clone Wars at Frontline. So, uh, so that's really cool that like this is going to be kind of like this is our celebration, right? Right. And uh, and to be there and for this one to be my first one, that sort of thing. Um, I'm just really excited about it. Yeah, that's the thing that um, I think I'm going to miss probably most of all is is I was going to get a chance to meet a lot of friends that I've made, you know, through Facebook and Twitter and forums mm-hmm. and podcasting as such as yourself. And, yeah. and, uh, that was going to be like the big thing, you know, it's like, like you said, we all get to meet together and just hang out. Cause I don't have like, 
a lot of people that I can that share my enthusiasm of Star Wars yeah. locally. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. it's a lot of people that are on at least and, and especially not to the degree, right? You know, right? Like, yeah. like obviously, I mean, I'm doing a podcast with a guy who's like eight hours away from me. So, uh, you know, more than that, I think. So obviously, locally, I don't know anybody who's re- who really shares the passion as much as I do. Um, right, exactly. So, and, yeah. Like, yeah, for getting sure. to meet everybody and, and go out afterwards and party afterwards and stuff like that. That's like, like I started yeah. thinking about that. I was like, dang, that's another thing, you know. It's, it's, it's going to be cool just hanging out with people and, and Star yeah. Wars fans. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even if it was just uh, just me, Steve, and JC, like that, yeah, that that is that's enough for me, right? Like that's kind of reason enough to head down because we're all going to be in the same place, and it's and it's a good excuse, you know. I like I'm even looking forward to maybe meeting some of the guys from the Force cast and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and sort of sort of having conversations with them and being like, you know, hey, look, I have a press pass. And, yeah, uh, yeah, and, yeah. and telling them about front lines. I don't know if they know that much about front lines or if they've really heard about it that much. So, um, but yeah, just, uh, just, just, just meeting the people, I think is probably one of the biggest things is just yeah. to get to hang out. So uh, you're, you'll probably have some type of a, a front lines meetup and hopefully I'm going to still, I still have that week off. I, I have to work a couple days, but I think the Thursday and Friday and the Saturday, I'm going to try to make myself available so maybe we can hook up and do some kind of a live yeah. podcast yeah. from C5 or something that those couple of days. So me not being there, I'll just uh, at least I'll get to be there uh, kind of in spirit and with the podcast. So hopefully that we can work something like that out. We'll see how it goes. Though. We'll uh, we'll have to take a picture of, of, you know, like the crew, whoever ends up there. And then we'll you'll have to take a picture against like a nice flat background and we'll uh <laughs> Photoshop we'll, <laughs> we'll 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 uh you know, Hayden Christensen Anakin Skywalker style Photoshop you in yeah. like ghost <laughs> spirit. Um, I'll go put on my Vader yeah, yeah. costume and uh yeah, we'll figure something out. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to do, do something like that. Because um, yeah, yeah. Cause, yeah, cause yeah. like I I will be I will be texting you constantly like, oh, check this out. Oh, this is awesome. Oh, this is so wicked because I don't want you to miss out yeah. on, on the new info or anything like that. So you'll be uh, – you'll definitely be there with us in spirit. When we yeah. do the meetup, I'm going to try – I'm going to hopefully have my computer with me. So I'll uh, hopefully be able to to set that up and uh, and we'll be able to Skype you in or something like that. Hopefully That'd like videos. So that yeah, so definitely, you can yeah. be present even yeah. if not in body, in, uh, in spirit. So, Sounds good. Um, so, yeah, I, if, on that note, I, as we close up the show, if you are heading to C5, definitely get your contact info into me. Um, you can send it to Mike at CloneWarsPodcast.com uh, or you can uh, send it, hit me up on Twitter. Uh, the, the Twitter account for uh, Frontlines is at CloneWars and uh, my personal one is at ArcWolf. That's A R K W U L F, um, and you can hit me up on Twitter for sure. That'll probably be the quickest form of communication. Yeah, I'll be uh, that. that yeah. Either that or email. So, um, so yeah, as we get closer, I, I don't think we're going to be able to organize a meetup until we're actually there. Um, so, like, hopefully, it'll probably be for like the Friday night. I would think maybe like the Friday or or the Sunday night even because I don't leave until monday morning so um so i don't know we'll figure it out 
and uh, and stay tuned to our Twitter and to the website and that stuff. All once we have the information figured out, it will be posted in as many places as possible. Definitely. But uh, with that, uh, thank you guys for listening. As always, uh, you can check us out at clonewarspodcast.com. That is our home on the interwebs. Uh, you can also hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash Clone Wars podcast. Like I said, on Twitter at twitter.com slash Clone Wars. And, uh, and you can email me at Clone Wars podcast.com or Matt at Matt at Clone Wars podcast.com. Yes. We always like to hear from you guys. Um, maybe we'll even get to do one more, one more uh, episode before C5. Uh, I think that's kind of the plan. Mm-hmm. So that we can have uh, the C five wrap up episode, or or maybe even the live podcast be episode fifty because we're at forty eight right now. It's kind of crazy. Uh, it's a big big milestone for us to hit yeah, our fifty. Definitely. Episode. So I. Uh, so yeah, I think that's everything. That's it. And I, you know, I, real quick, and uh, there's a if you have an iPhone or iPod Touch, there's also a C five app out there. So maybe yes. that'll. Because the online um, schedule is a little kind of hard to read, so I know Mike, you've downloaded it, so yeah, um, yeah. Hopefully, yeah, check that out. So yeah, like I said, like Mike said, that's gonna do it. So we will catch you, if not before, uh, probably at C five. So all right, we will see everybody there. Oh,